Hello and welcome to Living the Past for another episode. The last month episode is December 1994. Don't let the days go by. Uh, my name is Paul. Uh, this is this is Ben. <laughs> Hello, I I got that Thanks. not quick enough, but I got it. <laughs> um, and we're talking, yeah. We, as I said we're talking about all about 1994. Uh, we've, we're just about to close off the season. We'll have this one, and then we have our, uh, as per usual, our uh, year in review where we do our our top five lists. Before we get into ninety stuff, though, we're gonna get into what we've been doing and listening to at the moment. It's called Living in the Now. Now, we did do something very, very exciting this last weekend, but we're not going to talk about that right now because we're going to do a special episode all about that. Yeah, we are. Um, we went on a ghost investigation, not a ghost tour, <laughs> as I was... A hunt. As I was, as I was thought it was, and then when I got there, I was informed that it would be three hours, and I'm like, that's a long tour. <laughs> and it was cold. It was very cold. Yeah, well, I mean, I was fine. I, I was toasty. <laughs> Don't know what you're talking about. Were, were your feet toasty? <laughs> yeah. 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 I got those. My feet uh, big... felt soggy. Yeah. Um. But we 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 won't say too much more about it except for the fact that um, it was interesting, eye opening. I I do want to go again. So um. But there there was definitely some things that we need to talk about. Uh. But we'll get to that, and um, that'll be something that we can sort of pop up. Uh, in between seasons before before our 95 season so make sure you keep staying subscribed and make sure you get those those little bonuses that we do um apart from that um i haven't really been doing it's it's been i'm not saying that this is like hard to do or anything like that, but it's been kind of good after i um watched my last 1994 movie last night i was like <sighs> like i can i can sort of just watch whatever i want now <laughs> For yeah. a bit. and that's that's been um liberating like i go a few things planned i'm gonna get through some um do some tv and do some um some uh now nowadays movies so uh the but at the same time off. yeah yeah and i was like and at the same time i'm, I'm also going back and rewatching cheers from the very start so uh which is delightful uh what have you been doing uh we i feel like we haven't done a lot been quite busy um Oh, no. Uh, we did watch things. Uh, we watched Men. Oh, how was that? Weird, obviously. It looks very weird. Yes, yes it was. Um, it was good, though. It was... Did you watch Mother? No. Mother and what was the other one that everyone... Hereditary? Creamed about... No. Midsummer. Yeah. Mid-hereditary? <laughs> Um, I haven't. Um, um, I haven't watched e- either of those because I've been told that uh, you have to be in a very deep, a, a very uh, specific mindset. Like it's not something you can sort of just watch casually. Apparently, it's, they're quite shocking and quite yeah. sort of full on. And I don't know whether my, my brain is full on. It. And they're they've re- <laughs> look. I don't want to sound like one of those anti-film buffs but they just reek of pretension <laughs> oh yes they're a24 aren't they the, those yeah movies. which yeah, yeah. like um a24 does great films yeah yeah i'm not saying anything bad about them but i can't help but kind of hate them for the fact of like oh this is really pretty no but the thing is um, like <laughs> the thing is like they're, they're the ones uh, us both having worked in a video store they're the ones that would attract the worst people to watch them and like them. <laughs> like maybe maybe even a fellow co-worker that we used to have <laughs> would be really into these films. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, 
I don't know, it's like that sort of what like, takes away from it a bit. We're no better because, you know, as two guys that still think that Clerks is a good film. <laughs> Which it is. I'm, I'm not going to say that my opinion is above anyone else's. But Men has that same sort of vibe, but it's not it's not annoying. But it has this weird, like, subtext undertone of, obviously there's more than what they're they're telling you in the film. Yeah. Like, there's more meaning to it. And it's kind of cool. It's kind of weird. It's kind of gross. Um, I believe it's called Elevated Horror. Is what the, the, the genre is called, is Elevated Horror, which is yeah. like... Uh, the witch yeah. is one of them, and like all that sort of stuff is just yeah. Like, the witch was good. Um, never seen it. Another one we watched that was not elevated horror was glorious. Oh, um, I want to see that because I know I've... that I I listened to a podcast that's um that uh, the director um, Rebecca McHenry. Um, yeah, so um apparently she's a good friend of a friend of ours, and really? she kept going on about this film. It was like everyone goes see my friend's movie, and I was like, your your friend worked with J.K. Simmons. What? How do you know this person? How do they know J.K. Simmons? <laughs> this is amazing. Um, it was it was kind of cool. It was a bit different. It was a bit weird. Uh, it's got um an Australian in it too, doesn't it? It's got it the, does. Yeah. Ryan Quanton. 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 Not yeah. not Lance from Neighbours, as I kept <laughs> thinking that he was. He was from Home and Away. <laughs> Still. Um, um, yeah, so that's on Shutter. Yeah, that's on I want to give it a go because yeah, um, and they also do a podcast called Colors of the Dark, which is really, really good if you like if you like horror movies. Yeah. Um, cool. All right, there you go. That, that's been my life. Um, I'm gonna, have, I'm gonna have to talk to your friend who knows her, and then like you know. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> want to ask you questions, but okay. Yep. Um. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, let's awkwardly uh, uh, segue into events. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Well, that's okay. Um, well, it's not like a segue if you're still reliving what just happened. Yeah. Well, it's, it, I, I thought I was I was over the sting of it, but the sting's still there. Uh, there's actually quite a few um, uh, <laughs> events. Um, they're not. Most of them aren't nice, but like we're, we're going to get through it, and, we're, and then I'm going to try and I'll, 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 I guarantee you, I won't segue into sport with a downer of an event. Okay, that's my promise to you. You know, this is quite exciting because I have no events listed on my. Yeah, sheet. so this one I was like incredibly slack for. I, I did the, uh, I, I, I did the fact sheet for it. I was like, I, I, one of those ones. I'm like, yeah, I've done December. I hadn't done December. Um, so, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, I, don't, I don't need to know the events. You, you do them and I just get to listen to it. But it's nice going in. I don't know what's coming. This is yeah. going to be fun. Maybe Tupac Shakur. Uh-oh. Had a year. Um, He had quite a year. Uh, so a bunch of stuff happened in, in, in 1994 with him. He, um, let's, But let's go back about a year. We have, we have to give some background to it. So in 1993, I believe I might have... Um, I don't know if I reported on it last year, but he and two other guys were um, arrested and charged with... Uh, forcibly uh, like um sexually assaulting uh girl in a in a hotel room it was him um his record executive and and also a road manager and also a, a fourth man okay I so feel like he may have mentioned this yeah so he he was yeah. um so th- it took this long for him to um uh basically they, they were they were going to uh sentence him on a few of the counts, but the the night before, November thirtieth, nineteen ninety four, I should have done this, but I was, I was going to tie it into this one. Um, he was involved in a shooting at a, a record, record studio. So basically, um, he got this very random call to come and do, add some lyrics to a song that was being uh, recorded in um, 
I believe in in New York. Uh, and he he rocked up, but he was very unsure of like he's, it was very weird circumstances. He said, and and um, then a shooting occurred. He didn't um, he got uh, injured. He had to go to the hospital, um, and then he said from the very start that it felt like a setup. So he's injured, and then the next day he rocks up at court because he's got to face um, court for this for this uh, the sexual assault charge. They drop a bunch of the the, the charges, but they 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 do um, they do sentence him to uh, it, was, it was roughly about eighteen months. Um, it was eighteen months to four four and a half years uh, because he still held this woman in duress. They they were, they were trying to really lay a, it, was, it was actually they were trying to lay a sodomy charge on him, um, but there was just there wasn't enough corroborating evidence because that would have actually imprisoned him for even longer. Um, but yeah, he did a lot of like dodgy stuff, but again, then he also says that, um, she trumped up the, um, the charges and he reckons that he was actually one of the guys that was involved. His record executive was actually sleeping with the girl at the time and they were concocting this like case to basically just try and get Tupac in trouble and in, in jail. They also believe that those, those two were, they also believe that those two were involved in like the shooting attempt at the record studio. So, um, yeah, he... He also got found um, in LA with a uh, a gun um, earlier in earlier in nineteen ninety four. So he ha- he's had like a lot of stuff happening this year. Um, he does go to jail, um, and we'll pick up with him in, in a few months' time. And and um, then the, like uh, <laughs> it doesn't end there, as 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 everyone would know. Um, Irvin has like a you know brief knowledge of two back in the nineties. We know what happens in the end, but sounds like he's having himself a bit of a strawberry. At the moment. Yeah, yeah, and um, in the background, there's like there's also like little sort of um, accusations against uh, um, uh, Puff Daddy and Notorious B.I.G. So there's like there's that sort of feud starting. This is where it sort of all starts. So um, I will uh, keep keep you up to date with that. Um, but that's that's Tupac in 1994. Uh, Heidi Fleiss, have you ever heard of that name? I certainly have not. Heidi Fleiss was very. Um, popular in the 90s because she was a i'm gonna say she was a madame madame she had a lot of sex workers working for her she had a notorious black book of um of celebrities in la that she uh and then this is when we this is when everyone found out um who charlie sheen really was because charlie sheen uh not only was he in the black book he also like freely admitted that he spent fifty three thousand dollars a year to uh, Heidi Fleiss's uh, group of sex workers, and uh, he was he was all over it. He was like he he owned it. <laughs> um, the little black book. Now look, I was trying to find. There is a running. There's there's a bunch of names that 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 were dropped, and like all this is allegedly, and all this is like you know I cannot stress enough that I do not know for certain that the, these people were were involved. Um, but then there was also the, the names that were mentioned and like a bunch of the websites that you can check it up on seem very dodgy and I don't think I want my browser on them. So I was like, no. <laughs> um, uh, so, uh, Johnny Depp was one of them. Um, and there's also, uh, allegations that Chuck Schumer, who was like the, now the head of the democratic party was one of them. Um, one of the more, uh, hard to, I don't want to say hard to swallow. One of the ones that was that surprised Tom me. Hanks. Nope. Uh, even weirder, our old friend George Lucas <laughs> was apparently one of the people included in that little black book. 
Um, has never been... No, that, that, that makes fully... sense. I can see that. Because I know that him and um, just before episode one, I believe, him and his wife, his long-time wife uh, separated. Like, they, they, they divorced. Um, it could have even been earlier than that. <laughs> Maybe even after this. Um, but yeah, I was like... <laughs> his name sort of regularly came up in all the all the groups of names that were being thrown around. I'm like... <laughs> this edit look my initial thought is this is gross and typical of hollywood men but yeah. if you stop and think about it when especially when we talk about johnny depp and people of that wait that's too obvious especially when we talk about uh johnny d um <laughs> and people in that sort of circle marilyn m those yeah. types of people who have all these allegations and I think a lot of them are beyond allegations now. I think a lot of it is fact. Of things they've done to women forcefully, the idea of people going and paying sex workers is actually probably quite good. You're paying someone for a service, they're consenting to it. This is all... I mean, it's probably illegal at the time in in that state, but this is kind of above board. This is probably the best thing for them to be doing, especially a nerd like George Lucas. He's not uh, a... Jay Depp type who can go out and women are throwing themselves at him. So yeah. he can't just get laid anytime he wants. So yes, that makes sense. He goes and pays someone for the affection that he requires. So this is kind of a good thing in oh, a way. Oh, and the way. thing is like that, and that's the thing is like, she was like, she was, uh, and the thing is like, the the, the tabloids and the and all the news services just ran with it and basically called her um, all sorts of horrible names. And the thing is like, the regular celebrity is not going to go on to um, go out to a bar and pick up a girl or guy, um, or whatever, and you know, and not be sort of like pounced on by photographers. So yeah, as you're saying, yeah. like if they, if they want that service, like it's perfectly reasonable for them to do it as long as they're all consenting and doing still still stuff. And if, they're probably not going to trust a complete stranger to not yeah. say, "Hey, Jay Depp has a tiny winky and he doesn't know how to use it." And then like you know, she probably has all sorts of like non-disclosure agreements, like saying like you know, for example, exactly. if George Lucas wanted to like you know fuck you on a green screen and like then add all sorts of weird shit afterwards like you know that's you know, that's, in. <laughs> that's you know that's that's his that is his prerogative and uh and yeah. i and i salute him and it's still gross um for him i just like just him being anything but a i just watched a documentary with him and i'm like i, I don't want to now think of him doing anything except for wearing a plaid shirt and directing star wars movies yeah, he. I mean, for the greater good of the public, he should be asexual. I think. <laughs> um, so I'm going to talk about this. Um, this is this 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 one is is insane. Um, so I'm going to talk about a uh, lady named Joycelyn Elders. Joycelyn Elders was a Surgeon General of the United States in 1994, or well, she was because then she had to um, resign. And I'll tell you why she had to resign in a sec. But before we do that, let's give like a little background. Um, she was what like, the first uh, female um, African American uh, Surgeon General. Uh, she came up with like all sorts of wacky ideas, like, "Hey, um, instead of putting people on drugs in prison, how about we legalize the drugs and then do a study on it and see if that, that helps?" And they're like, "No, oh. uh, they uh, they were not into that at all." Um, shortly after she said that, by the way. Um, her son was arrested for cocaine distribution and sentenced to 10 years in jail. Oh. Um, which she thinks was a, a trumped-up charge. I'm like, yeah. 
That would be a trumped up charge. People are awful. Um, the she had a bunch of views on uh, sex education because she was a. Uh, she she actually I think her specialty was working with um, people with diabetes and um, she she was wanting to um, educate young people on that and also becoming pregnant with diabetes because there's all sorts of complications you can have. Uh, she then so she was doing this. Uh, she did a lot of stuff where where she did like sort of um, uh, um, these not conventions like. Uh, um, these big sort of meetings where, where they sort of share uh, facts and diagnoses and, and thoughts about things. And they were talking about... Like conferences type thing. Yeah, a conference. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. See, like, foggy brain. Foggy, foggy brain. Um, so she she was doing this and, like, um, in obviously the AIDS crisis was, like, still very, very fresh in people's minds. And it's, it's, it was still going in 1994. So they... She was asked, basically... What do you think about AIDS and also like abortion lots of stuff? And she said, "What this is a quote. We really need to get over this love affair with the fetus and start worrying about the children." Which is an awesome like thing to say mm. and should have been like acted upon, but you know. Um, Bring it back. At, yeah, then she was at a United Nations conference and then, and someone said like, "Oh, what do you think about masturbation in 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 like uh, young people?" And she says, I think it's something that is part of human sexuality and it's it's a part of something that perhaps should be taught. But even but we've not even taught our children how the very basics and I feel that we have tried ignorance for a very long time and it's time it's time we try education. So she's just saying, Hey, let's just be open. Let's be open about sex and masturbation laws and stuff. Yeah, like kids are gonna do it. Now <laughs> the Clinton White House weren't uh-huh. happy about that. And the fact of what he does in a couple of years' time mm. makes this even stupider. Basically, said like you shouldn't have said that. It's causing um, controversy. We're we're losing, uh, you know, probably those middle America like um, white Christian voters or whatever that stuff. You got to resign. So she was made to resign. Uh. And there was a chief of staff that remarked there have been too many areas where the president does not agree with her views. This is just one too many. I thought for a second she was going to have done something awful and she would nope. have to leave. Nope. But she was actually actually quite good. She, uh, if, I mean, I, I would say that, like, you know, if you had someone like her and then that Fauci guy at the same time, just like, you know, they, they, we, could, we basically could have, like, you know, <laughs> solved a lot of problems. And it's like, and the Clinton White House, like, they had, they're, they're all, like, anti-drug and they're also anti, like, this and that. But then, you know, someone actually comes up with a decent suggestion. They're like, mm, you should go now. Yeah. Uh, so that was my um, another piece of sad news. Let's go even sadder. <laughs> Actually, not even sadder. Um, we're going back to Australia now. So Australia, uh, the Australian government um, paid reparations to Aboriginals who were displaced because in South Australia, in the in the northwest of South Australia, there's a place called Maralinga where they did nuclear tests. Um, and they... Well, firstly, they didn't really tell the people what they were doing and then people started to get sick. And people who even moved away when they were doing the test and they went back were getting sick because the obviously the the ground and the area is like infected. Um, so they they did uh, pay them uh, reparations, but you know a lot of people said, and it's <laughs> I agree, it's too little, too late. Uh, they at the time they had like no care for that whatsoever, and it it basically took like a a government. Um, 
inquiry to to find out and to 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 make that happen so it was just yeah ridiculous um at the same time in tasmania it was still uh illegal for two men to have sex um it was still <laughs> um which is just ridiculous uh so someone <sighs> uh, so a, a man in tasmania he basically he actually went to the united nations and says that it, that, that this is a civil rights abuse so yeah and it was awesome yeah like sue so said like look I, sh- I should be able to do whatever i want in the privacy of my own home um the labor party then said like all right this is ridiculous we're going to basically um allow uh the law was like you know if if, if you're found to have um had sexual contact with a, with, with, a, with, a, with another man you have we uh, by this right thing is called Article Seventeen. We can we can imprison you. So they basically um, the, the Labor, Labor Party said like we're going to we're gonna we're gonna get rid of that. And everyone was pretty much in agreement with it, uh, except yeah. for one. <laughs> there's a few, and there's one one person called Ron Boswell. Now Ron Boswell was in the Nationals Party, so basically he was doing what um oh, what's that do with the big hat? I can't can't stand him. He was deputy. Clive Palmer. No, no, no. The um, Barnaby. Barnaby. He was he was basically Barnaby back in the day. So this guy, you should check out his um his his, his uh, Wikipedia page because the the photo. You, what I'm about to say, once you see the photo, you will be not surprised about what this man said <laughs> because he looks like he's just like constantly just like looking down his nose at everyone. Um. So the labor labor party's like, you yeah, know, we want to do it. Yeah. Uh. So he he. He 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 left the liberals and said like you know I don't I don't agree with this, but he still was allowed to stay in Parliament and he was in there for like only about sort of twenty fifteen twenty fourteen. I want to sort of fast forward to him a comment, a comment he made in two thousand eleven, if I may. Please. Uh, so when we were uh, doing that long gestating debate about uh, gay marriage, this is what he said. Uh oh. <laughs> two mothers or two fathers can't raise a child properly. Who takes the boy to football? Who tells him what's right from wrong? What does he do? Go along with mum or two mums? How does he go camping or fishing? It won't work. It's defying nature. Um so <laughs> He said that. Uh, obviously all great points. I mean Oh look, you know. Who, who could fault it? Yeah, so this is like the thing is like he already showed his true colors and basically said like we should still be jailing people for having doing whatever they want to do in in the privacy of their own home. That was back in 1994, and then like you know, fast forward to like what was that? Twenty years later, and he's still there and still have these same views and like it's just it like Australia does not it's it's like a slap on the wrist or nothing at all. And they just let these people just like stay in the back of the chamber and like vote down or vote up whatever they want, and it should just—it's just—it's not great to see. Uh, it's it's kind of just what you expect from. Yeah, but I do. I'm, I, it's, it's yeah, I know, Which but I like, know it's just like but this is just yeah, what they do. This is that thing from the nineties where like you know where everyone's like going, oh, it was such a great time. It's like well, for you. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm going to then um, follow that up with the fact that in Sweden at that time civil unions became uh, 
law so you could um you could you could you could not get married to your to your same-sex partner but you could have a civil union and um it, the 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 most the best part about that was when you looked at the voting i think it was like 98 percent of both parties like of all government said that's fine and um not only that was that it should be basically made the same across europe so those swedes you know, sometimes they're a bit. Some some of them have some crazy ideas, but you know that one was not too bad. Um, and one last thing is that the uh, Netscape Navigator web browser, so the thing that basically like pre Google. Um, Ooh. Uh, so this is this is what people would use. Pre Yahoo. Pre Yahoo. Yep. So this is and like from that, then obviously like certain brands made their own web browsers up, and but this this was the first one. So it was called the Netscape Navigator web browser. So just um waiting for 14 year old boys to type the word porn in <laughs> and, and have and boobs yeah i'll have one porn please <laughs> uh um so that's my that's my my events see i i, I left you with some some happy you left me with a potential sexy times <laughs> coming so let's go on to sports Straight into more potential sexy times, uh, because Strawberry. round one of December sports <laughs> yeah. is boxing. Because oh. I haven't mentioned boxing much lately. The names haven't been as funny. That's not sexy. It's two big muscly men not wearing shirts. True. Yeah. All right. Who's it? Pretty who's close. It? Lance Butterbill uh, Hutchinson. <laughs> no, it's it's our old mate uh, Riddick Bow. Oh, nice. Big Daddy, they called him. Big Daddy. Um, versus Larry the Legend Donald. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Just makes so, you think of Legacy Larry. <laughs> some some might say Larry that you're not a legend if you, if you're not mentioned in the same breath as like you know <laughs> Holly Weather and all that stuff. Maybe you're like, I'm a yeah, legend I, too. It's in my name. It's fine. I'd never heard of Larry Donald before. Yeah. Um, I only mention this one because the fight happened early December, but. At the news conference on the 30th of November, uh, our mate Riddick punched Donald in the oh. face twice. <laughs> that's not a that's not a weigh-in. That's just that's the fight. <laughs> He's starting to well, they early. call it like a quote-unquote news conference. So, like, I don't know if it's a weigh-in or if it's just when they like have a little chat and like talk about. Is that when they they start um dissing dissing each other like? <laughs> yeah, someone, generally, like a Simpsons. Like, I want to um dedicate this fight to my manager who passed away he's like i would also like to do that he's like yeah, you can do that <laughs> uh yeah so instead they did the dissing with their hands okay um riddick yeah it went it went for 12 rounds i think everyone was very bored uh riddick won <laughs> are, you, by are, you still about, are you still talking about the news conference <laughs> <laughs> uh, i think by the sounds of it, the news conference was more exciting than the actual fight yeah um that was boxing. Okay. Uh, we had some badminton Grand Prix finals. Okay. But I don't know why they put the words Grand Prix in with badminton. Yeah, I instantly have. had a picture of um, F1 drivers with badminton rackets. <laughs> like, or little go-karts. Like in a, bowl, a polo situation. <laughs> I, I don't even know what your brain could be picturing. <laughs> well, you know how like in, 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 in polo, like the with the horses... They've got like, they've got that, that little sort of lacrosse net sort of things. I was thinking like you had like, 
you have a net, a huge net, and then on each side you've got a Formula 1 <laughs> cars, and they've got badminton, and they just sort of hit back and forth. That's where my brain do went. You, do you know what badminton is? Yeah, it's like tennis, but like um, weird. With cocks. <laughs> uh, oh, speaking of, it was held in Bangkok, Thailand. <laughs> um, Thailand bang, took bang out... shuttlecock. <laughs> <laughs> Thailand took out most of the victories. Um, China was in there. Uh, Denmark and Sweden. Oh. Yeah. Weird, weird mix of countries, but... Industrious people. Yeah. Um... So, as you mentioned at the start there, we have some strawberry news. Mm. I found an entire ESPN chronology of oh, strawberry nice. slides. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's like, um, nothing happened for a while, then everything happened. <laughs> no, it's... There, there was 87, uh, his wife accuses him of breaking her nose. Oh, Jesus. Uh, 89, there's a lawsuit about him fathering a child. And he was on The Simpsons, you say? Uh, 90, there's a blood test about being a father of a child. Jesus. Uh, 90 again, deadly weapon. Uh, Daryl likes to plant his strawberries everywhere, huh? 90 again, alcohol, still 90. <laughs> this is just one year. Uh, 93, striking charge. Uh, a day, oh, let's let's not get into the 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 sad the oh they're all sad ones. What am I gonna do? Um, so December eighth, nineteen ninety four, Daryl and his agent Eric Goldschmidt were indicted on federal tax evasion charges, <laughs> which I think I mentioned earlier in the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This had come up. Uh, they both plead innocent, <laughs> of course. No, um, another, another we'll double strawberry. We'll have to come back in '95 and and find out if he is ordered to pay three hundred fifty thousand dollars in taxes back. Can I uh, make a prediction? Yes. Yeah, he did. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but he is allowed to go back to playing baseball because he has to make the money, basically. Well, I think he's still contracted. And oh, that's I'm sorry. Like a little, little little addendum to like my two pack thing. The only reason he did that. Um, recording studio thing by the way that he wasn't sure about was because he needed to pay his legal fees so uh, um yeah that's like a little another little wrinkle in that story so um give me some more support um the only other worthwhile thing i really had uh is a couple birthdays i haven't done birthdays very often because no there's a lot you know there is a lot and like people that you know and care about doesn't seem to come up very often but uh, Giannis Adetokounmpo. Yep. Uh, you would know as former MVP for Milwaukee Bucks. Yes. Was born December sixth. Oh, look at that. And little Raheem Sterling, British Jamaican, uh, British Jamaican footballer who just went to Chelsea this season, was also Ooh. born December eighth. I've started playing FIFA again on um on Xbox. Good one. Like FIFA twenty two. Yeah. I just realised how um, <laughs> and then my third match, and I'm like, this is really frustrating. <laughs> Because <laughs> like I'm always at that thing of like I don't want to make it too easy because then it's boring. But then if like yeah. if you just make it a little bit too hard, then it's like you lose all the time. I'm like oh god, you need to do it easy for a little bit so then you can go up to the next difficulty where it's that nice level. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'll, I'll keep going. Um, are, are you are you Fulham? 
No, um, my son. Uh, so it made me choose LA United, so I'm gonna stay there. Uh, I'm gonna start there, and I'll I'll move on from there. Yeah, good um, choice. So, all right. So, is that you, you're done with yeah, your sports? There's, there's no curling. It's December, and there's no curling. I don't know what's going on. I believe there was a couple of Booney, David Boone. Um, there was, but fuck cricket. Okay, cool. Um, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Name of our episode, right there. <laughs> all right, let's go on to film. All right, so this is the this is the thing. We were both uh, sort of trading messages back and forth about how good a movie month December was, um, and from the out from from the outside looking in, it does look good. But then mm-hmm. you go start watching those movies, and you realize that they're uh, not that great. <laughs> and because uh, I have got a few, there, I, I had a, I got a few a few false false starts on these ones. Um, but, but then I'm, there's I'm, the ones that you didn't watch and you think, oh, maybe that was a good one. Yeah, yeah. So I'll, I'll go through them. So we had Cobb, Disclosure, Trapped in Paradise, Little Women, Dumb and Dumber, Drop Zone, Legend of the Fall, Richie Rich, Nobody's Fool, Predator Porter, Street Fighter, and IQ. Now, I watched... Okay, I'm going to tell you what I tried to watch. I tried to watch Trapped in Paradise because I thought, you've got your John, you got your Nicolas Cage, you got John Lovitz, you got your um, Dana Carvey, this should be that's 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 a recipe for recipe com- for disaster. No, that, like this is nineteen ninety four. If I, if this happened, like if were, <laughs> I'm not talking I'm not talking bench warmers. I'm talking like this is nineteen ninety four. Like uh, this this should be good, and it was not. It was and oh man, Dan Dan Carvey. I'm like, unless you're doing Garth, I don't think I like you very much because no, I've never been a Carvey fan. If he's yeah. like Garth, he's the worst. The choice he made for this film, like the 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 voice he chose, I'm just like no. And then Lovitz is probably one of the best things about this this bit. So I, I watched it for about half an hour, and like I'm, you know what, '90s Nicolas Cage, I'm I'm all over. He's great. He's he's too good yeah. for this film. And I don't know whether he's like I don't know whether he was doing someone a favor or not. But yeah, I got about half an hour, in and I was like, nah, I can't, I can't do this. This is, this is really really shit. Did um, I tell you we watched his um unbearable weight? Oh, is it good? No. Oh, damn it. Yeah. What else did well, you watch? It's got Pedro Pascal on it, hasn't it? Yeah. Is he good? Still. It's basically Red Notice. I don't know what it is. The Rock. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah with Gal Gadot. Yeah. It just seemed a lot like that, but... Okay. Yeah. No. Um, I tried to... So I started um, Legends of the Fall, and I was like... Ooh. It's just, it's just very long. <laughs> and, I, I look, and I look, I was probably not in the right frame of mind to watch it. So I was like, I've got a little bit. Into, I, I do think I'll come back. I might even like um, in our um, year review, you might even hear like a couple of like quick, you know, one minute reviews of some of these films. Because like, I do believe some of them are not too bad. Um, but I'll tell you the ones I got all the way through. So all the way through Dumb and Dumber, all the yes. way through Drop Zone, all <sighs> the way through Predator Porter, and all the way through Street Fighter. Is that it? Yeah, because I wow. just I ran out of time. Well, I didn't run out of time, but like I was just I don't know. I was like, you know, those those weeks where you just my attention span was just not there. I don't know if I was just yeah. like tired. Um, I really wanted to watch Disclosure and get some, but then I was like, I saw Michael Douglas's ass enough in Basic Instinct. So, you know, I saw too much of him. That's the thing is you can't you can't show us your taint 
and then expect me to want to come back for more <laughs> more Michael Douglas. Um, I do have Unless little. It's a nice tape. <laughs> well, um, I do have Little Women here. Um, I got it from the library, and I was going to watch it, but I'm like. I didn't feel like crying. <laughs> it's not an excessively crying film. And I think I, it was just that. I and, told you. and you know that you know me and I think me and you like for for period movies. Um, I don't know. It's just sometimes you need to be in that mood of like people talking in a weird, stupid way. <laughs> period meaning uh, olden times, not a bunch of women. I nearly. I was going to make that that clarification too. I'm not being a dick. Um, yeah. Uh, I will say that we watched Richie Rich not too long ago. We watched that like sort of, I think it was around Christmas time last year, and I, I do remember quite a lot about. I it. watched most of it a few months ago when it was on TV. Yeah, um, not bad. Like, uh, it, I, it's great. It's still great. I I love the they they definitely went that whole. It made that one more than any any other kids movie. Maybe um, I think planted the seed in a lot of kids' minds of like, ah, oh, it'd be great to have a lot of money. I'm gonna try and try and do that. <laughs> like this is more so than that other film we watched. Um, Blank where, check. Yeah, yeah. Like this, this one's yes. like he's got he's got his face and his parents' faces like in a Mount Rushmore in his backyard. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I know. It's I, funny how this film and Blank Check, they both paint the like every kid wants to be rich and have whatever they want and do whatever they want, and this shows that. And then it shows you that it's not that great. And still, as a kid, you're like, no, it'd be great. <laughs> And then Rob Ryan's like, I don't care like, what oh. you're telling me. Rob Ryan's like, you know what? I'm going to go against the grain and I'm going to do North. <laughs> and, you know, and make it say, like, it's not great being a kid and, uh, and, and, not, and not great having a lot of money and lots of stuff. And, yeah, I don't know. And I then think... by the end of it, hey, actually, it is pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> um, I really want to see Nobody's Fool because that one looked like a primo uh, Sunday afternoon in my dad chair. Um, Paul Newman. Uh, drama, drama, thriller type sort of thing, but uh, I just I couldn't find it anywhere streaming. So tell me what did, what what did you watch? Uh, so I also did Dumb and Dumber and Street Fighter start to finish. Okay. Um, like I said, Richie Rich not too long ago. Uh, Little Women, we watched, but I was kind of in and out here and there. Like it didn't because yeah. of the the period I didn't entirely know what was going on. I kept getting distracted really easily. I I might have known what was going on if I watched it fully, but then when I did watch it. I don't. There was nothing really happening. It was just them living their lives, and Christian Bale would pop up, pop up with his weird little face, and <laughs> then it's like, Christian oh, Bale's... he's in love with Winona Ryder. Oh, now he's in in love with Kristen Dunst. Now he's in love with someone. Like he's just tried to marry every sister, basically. I was yeah. very confused. You know what's very confusing is Christian Bale as a kid has the same face of Christian Bale as an adult, and it looks like there's yeah. someone just, just someone superimposed like Dark Knight onto like a child's he's, body. He's definitely a vampire. He's 100% a vampire. Kirsten Dunst can... <laughs> she bit <that>. him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was really good. Claire Danes is just absolutely heartbreaking, and I did cry. Okay. Um, I'm glad I watched it. I should probably watch it again one day and watch it properly. Apparently, the new one is really, really good. Yeah, I've heard uh, so, yeah. So, I'd happy to give that a go. I tried to watch Cobb this morning. Oh, yeah? There's not a lot of baseball. <laughs> He was a so it's about the it's about the player Ty Cobb and they got um look I should have been all over this because they did you get Tommy have. Jones to to play him but I'm like it's fifteen dollars um, yeah I don't think um I think I, I I have seen it before like years ago um uh but I have very little recollection of it I think it was just you know 
Um, I think I was I, I watched it back then just for the. Uh, I think I was just doing a bunch of baseball movies, and I, I just happened to to, to happen to, uh, over. It. I think it was on stand for a little bit, but yeah, I was I, very I, excited about it because well, you, you know, this is like this you're is a big Tommy Lee time. fan. Mm. Um, and you've done every baseball movie this year, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, uh, but it starts out showing like his Hall of Fame induction video, basically, and explaining yep. his whole life. And then it hit me that this isn't going to be a baseball movie. They're just showing all of his baseball life, and this is going to be him later on. And I was looking it up a little bit as I was watching, and it's based on the book that um, Al Stump writes about him. Okay. After his career. And it's it's like um he was like a notorious like curmudgeon like he he was not a, not a nice person like he was. Well, like... according to Al Stump's book, so in the film, uh, Ty Cobb is portrayed as an absolute maniac, a racist, yeah. wife beating, murdering, just lunatic. And in the film, uh, Budge Al Brooks ends up writing two books about, um. <laughs> Ty Cobb. He's writing the book that Ty Cobb wants of him being a prince among men. Yep. And then he's writing the quote unquote real story of what Ty Cobb's actually like. Yeah. Ty Cobb died a year after all this happened in 1961. Since then, so many people have come out and said our Stump's version is not true. Right. Ty Cobb was not a disgusting racist. He didn't kill anyone. He probably did hit a woman because he was a white man in the 1900s and that's what we do um mm. but he wasn't this horrible lunatic that was portrayed he wasn't a great human being <laughs> but he wasn't this bad like he was he outwardly said i think colored athletes should be allowed to play with us look i've always and said in the film he's speaking not very highly of them if soundgarden write a song about him he's all right in my book exactly I mean. can't be that bad and you know basketball mentioned him yeah um, he's all, obviously yeah, he's in uh, Field Dreams. They um, they the Field Dreams. They made that joke about how uh, they didn't say he's a racist or anything. They just say he's annoying, so they didn't invite him to come out of the cornfield. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, he's he's uh, he knows and thinks that he's the best player there ever was. Yeah, I think yeah. that bit's true. Um, but yeah, it's it's okay. It's it's a bit of a weird film. It's definitely too long kind of sad that's the other thing too like a lot of these have like a really long run time so um uh, to wit i'm gonna be saying like oh i could let I'll, i was gonna say let's go to street fighter because that was ridiculous seemed ridiculously long but i just want to but just one last thing on Cobb. yeah this is um leading into two-face oh look here's two-face in this yeah film. man we're, next next year we've got batman forever and I think this, I think you could really clearly say that's that's the turning point in Tommy Lee Jones's career because after that, a lot of people said like, "Why would you do that?" <laughs> yeah. So we're gonna. Um, it's like you're not Gerard anymore. <laughs> you're too face. <laughs> um, so let's move on. I just want to quickly drop um, drop in. <laughs> Jesus, drop in on drop zone. Um, Please do. I look. I'm okay. So sad I didn't watch it. So I found this on DVD at an op shop like um early this year. I'm like going, oh, 94, I'll get that. So um for some reason when I put it in um and I don't know whether it was my Xbox or whatever, it was one of, you know when it's like a really tiny screen, it's got like all the black around it, like and I couldn't work uh, out how to how to change the oh, aspect ratio. widescreen thing. Yeah, it was really weird, and I was like, so I was like, it was on my you know my 60 
centimeter or sorry, I don't know, six, fifty-five inch TV, or whatever. Um, but it's like the actual screen itself it's was like TV. yeah, it was sixty. I was just remembering. <laughs> I just thought about it. I'm like, I don't know measurements. Um, and it was just it was just really really small, but that's fine. Um, it's still okay. Um, I kind of preferred Passenger Fifty Seven. Like it's it's I, I still, it's a way better movie, and I had way better time with it. Uh, yeah, so the, so this one's um yeah they they want to put like Point Break in the sky, so it's about but about a bunch of skydivers who um Gary Busey, <laughs> he of um recently um accused of groping people at um uh, comic conventions and also smoking a cigar with his pants off in the park in LA. Um, he wait uh, as in recently or yeah like ninety four recently no last week. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he was his footage of him just like he's smoking a cigar then he just gradually pulls his pants down uh 78 is a weird age um so he uh he is basically um hired by people to do uh these outlandish heists and they um and they, they're they part of this group that's um well known to like the dea and the fbi and all that stuff and it starts off like they're on a plane and they they hijack it, and um, Wesley Snipes is on it with um, a, a prisoner, and also his brother, who is also um, the other agent in charge. I don't know whether you could actually do that. Whether you have two brothers on the same case, <laughs> I would have thought that's like a some sort of violation or something. But um, the brother was played by Theo from um, the Cosby Show. <laughs> um, oh, cool. Yeah, and then um, and he unfortunately dies. So like um, oh. Wesley Snipes does his uh, obviously he's all out for revenge. Um, and wants to infiltrate this group of uh, um, skydiving uh, robbers, <laughs> and it's insane. It's, it's it's an insane movie. It's it's so stupid, but it's kind of fun at the same time. But not as fun as it should be. Like it's, I thought it was going to be way better. I was like, I was always I was already for this to be my my film of the month. I was like, nah, I'm going to be like, drop zone. And I don't know it just it was like, it was. Probably top of my list for things to watch after Dumb and Dumber, I think. Yeah, I mean, Gary I, I remember is... liking it as a kid. I was like, I'm gonna love this. This would be Gary great. Beast is great as like the the leader of the the bad guys. Like he's he's having all sorts of fun. He's biting off fingers. He's like just you know those those <laughs> those teeth are just like smiling throughout the entire thing. There's a bunch of um. <laughs> so there's a there's do. a there's a guy called Swoop, Swoop. <laughs> um, <laughs> and they get this. They basically get that. Like they, they basically get a skydiving team together to, um, and then they go to a skydiving. <laughs> this is so stupid. They get a skydiving <laughs> team together, and then they go to a skydiving festival in Washington D.C. because they're on the trail of this skydiving robbers. And the reason they're in Washington D.C. is because like an underworld boss has told Gary Busey that he wants the files on every single, um, I think, government agent. So he's like, they got to break into the DEA building. And it's just, it's so silly, but they treat it with enough respect that you're like, no, no, this is a good film. <laughs> but then when, but then when you're forced to tell someone about it, I can only imagine in 1994, like saying, oh, I saw this awesome movie called Drop Zone. What's it about? Uh... <laughs> Have you yeah. seen Point Break? <laughs> Have you seen Point Break? Yeah. It's kind of like that, but it's not as good and it's in the sky. <laughs> yeah. It's the sky instead of the ocean. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I, look, I still give it a go. If you if you find it, um, I would um, I would definitely give it. If, if it's on TV, it's definitely one that I would um, you would you would have a, a decent Saturday night in. 
<laughs> watching some drop zone, but not as good as time as as passenger passenger fifty seven because that's amazing. Um, Were you sad to have not watched IQ? Yes, because it was. It was I don't know, like I, I just can't keep shelling out money <laughs> for, for these yeah. rentals. Um, but like a lot of the uh, the reviews for it weren't great that I saw on Letterboxd either, and I was just like, oh, but I, I know those very frequently those are you know not in line with my my reviews of things. Um, let's talk about uh, Street Fighter because this movie is insane and stupid. Um, I didn't have as much fun. This is and this is all across December. I didn't have as much fun as I should have had with this, and I don't know why. I I had enough fun with it, but I liked it as a kid, and it's I always I think as a kid I knew it was kind of dumb, so watching it and it still being dumb and Kylie Minogue constantly saying "sir," <laughs> I I don't think you know what I don't think I've ever seen this the whole way. Like I know it's of its existence. Um, but because I wasn't a big Street Fighter player back in the day, because I was like, you know, PC guy, and also I think if I was going to watch anything, I was going to watch more combat next next year. Um, yeah, I, w- I was never a fan of the actual game. I liked. There's one part in the game where you uh, blanket and you get to smash a car. Everything else about Street Fighter, I hated. Let's talk about blanket in this movie. <laughs> amazing, Isn't it amazing. It's like someone said, like, um, we we want the Hulk, but not very good. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you and then his scientist friend that loses all his hair, yes, Dal Sim, <laughs> who Amazing. did not, who did not get rubbery uh, hands and feet like he does in the game. Thank you very much. Um, we've got okay. This is so fucking stupid. Um, there's this, there's this Asian nation called Shadaloo. Sh- <laughs> okay, um, which isn't a joke. Or a plan. It's it's just really weird that they chose that. I don't know. And then there's um. But they're not trying reason, to say they're Shadaloo. No, Shadaloo. And then like, um, there's a but the there's a dictator in charge called um General Bison, who I believe is like Latin American, Latino. Um, and then there's a like a United Nations or Allied Nations. Um, they invade. Well, they they try they're trying to bring they're, they're like a peacekeeping mission and they're they're led by Guile, um, who's played by Jean Claude Van Damme. Who I don't remember his character in the game at all. I don't remember he must Guile. Have been the dad. Um, but he's got he's also got um an assistant who is played by Kylie Minogue, star uh, of the film. And then he's also got uh, there's a, a a hostage is taken at the start of the film and that's his friend, and his friend is named Carlos Blenker. And so, and it's, and for some reason, um, Raul Julia plays um, the bison. He's like, oh, let's let's experiment on that one because he's 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 John Claude Van Damme's friend. And what they do for like the first part of the film, they show him like violent imagery the entire time, and then they say, oh, we need to put the chemicals in him, and they literally bring out this trolley that's got like <laughs> four different coloured fluoride chemicals <laughs> that they're gonna <laughs> pump into his body. <laughs> And it's so stupid. And then I don't know if you remember the game, but the game he's like quite a quite a thing. He's like green, and he's got this bright orange hair, and he looks pretty much like a, a like a, a creature. This guy's just being painted green, not well, by the way, and mm. has an orange wig on, and he does not look fearsome at all. And some three D eyebrows implanted. It's bad. Yeah. Also, then... I know, like I shouldn't pick on dialogue or plot points but I should when Van Damme is talking to General Bison and he's like if the hostages can hear me we're coming for you 
Charlie, Charlie, my best friend in the world. If you're, if you can hear me as well, um, don't don't worry. He's not going to hurt you. I'm going to come and get you. Don't worry about it. I I know you're there. I'll save you. Ah, uh, come on. And then straight away, Bison's like, oh, he's got a friend Charlie here. Let's make sure we torture him. Straight away on Charlie's face, you're like, fuck. Why? Yeah. He's Why like, did oh, you thanks. say that? <laughs> he's like, he's like, they're gonna find it. Oh my god. Guile, you're an idiot. Uh, I want to talk that about was, the guy that, who's playing... That bit killed me. I want to talk, I want to talk about the guy who plays Ken. <laughs> Played by Damien um, Chapa. I've never seen this guy before or since. Maybe I have. You would think... He's been under siege. Is he? I bet he is. Blood in, blood out. He was uh, married to Natasha Henstridge. That seems to be his claim to fame. Uh, oh. oh, and he was wanted for rape. Huh. Uh, so, yeah, he um, he's it's it boggles my mind that like they got. I mean, I suppose maybe they just blew their budget, but like Ryu and Ken, like who are basically like the main characters of these of this film, they couldn't have got someone that was like a little like Ryu. I I understand you want to be like I mean at least they're, they're authentic. Um, <laughs> didn't like you know <laughs> give it to some sort of like white person, but Ken, um. I don't know who that is. He doesn't. Look, he doesn't like anyone. He, he just looks like a. He looks like a, a an Ed Harry like male model that just puts like shoots the suits on for an ad. He's he's the worst. He is the worst person in this movie, and that's saying a lot because this movie is terrible. He also played a Mendez brother in, uh, Mendez killing TV movie. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he is the worst. Uh, Ryu I mean, is also is. not great. <laughs> he does. He but... plays Lyle. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I like it's hard because Ken and Ryu are such good characters in the game, even though I claim to hate the game and didn't play it. But I did to a point. Um, they're they're one of the best ones. Yeah, I just don't know why they chose this guy. And if you ever look up, look look up Damien Chapel right now. I'll, I'll wait. Look up his Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah, that guy was in a movie. Yeah, so He's in several. As if you don't know his face from Blood and Blood Out. I don't think I've ever seen Blood and Blood Out. That no, but the cover of it. In like the, the oh, drama yeah, the, or the action section, yeah. it was always there because no one ever hired it. Um, one of, I reckon the best person in this in this movie is um, Ming Na Wen. She plays Chung Li. Um, you she's might usually pe- the best thing when she's in stuff. Well, yeah, and people might know her from recently. She was um, in uh, Boba Fett, um, looking uh, exactly Fe- the same. Yeah, Fennec 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 Shand, I think is the, the name. Um, yeah, she's awesome. She plays a reporter who then. Um, uh, look, I might have dropped off because I at one point she was a reporter. Then I woke up and she was Chun Li, <laughs> and I was like, uh, "But I, I did, I did see that she, like she had some moves on her before she became she put the actual she had she inexplicably wears the like the dress that Chun because Chun Li's dress is quite noticeable. Like it's everyone knows it. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, look, I'm not gonna go through the, this movie because it's it's stupid. Um, I have some notes on this movie, though. Okay. Um, Bison wants a $20 billion ransom. So yeah, I'm pretty sure Mike days. Myers... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Mike Myers was watching this and went, billion. That's billion. a good one. That's a funny I'll one. I'll make a note right? of that. Yeah. Um, how mean Van Damme is in this. Like, he's the leader of this resistance. Yes. But he's so rude. And also, like, like he is very He does very... that, like... You remember when people do like throw their fists over their fists like as a yeah. up yours thing? 
Oh, he was like, like yeah, he's yeah, very yeah. aggressive. Yeah, and he, he also like I think I know he's after hostages, but I think there's like a lot of civilian ca- civility civilian casualties that he caused. That, like maybe like the same amount of hostages. <laughs> and as soon as he sees his best friend now, Blanca is like, "Hey, um, I'm gonna kill you now because you're you. green." Yeah, sorry. And the guy's like, no, 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 he's, what are you doing? He's like, well, he's green. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's, this isn't my best friend. This isn't Charlie. This is some green dude. I have to yeah. kill him. And then he punched him in like some of the green paint comes on the sand. It's like, oh, I'm going to kill you even more. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, <laughs> when Chun-Li is like, Bison killed my parents. I have to kill him. And he gets uh, arrested. He's like, this isn't your personal vendetta. And she walks away. He's like, it's mine. <laughs> What? So this well, isn't about saving anyone. This is just you. You want to kill the bad guy, and also he has not killed your friend. He's just kidnapped him and made him green. He killed this lady's parents. <laughs> yeah, and what he's done to your friend was your fault. So. It's like Lisa in that episode. It's like, all right, Bob. Now it's personal. He's like, hey, he did try to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, he um he had some good lines. Uh, I think he says it's to. Bison, when he says about fighting, was anytime dickhead. Oh no, dick uh, face. He says dick face. Dick face. <laughs> yeah, dick and face. then when he's talking to the guy with the patch. Oh no, it was Bison that says this. That he's talking to the guy with the patch and he like covers his eyes, like, I guess you didn't see that. <laughs> <laughs> There's um, some pretty funny bits in here. And Vega being very sexy and over the top. Um, um, it's good fun. Is, I believe this is Raul Julia's like last film too, so he was just like, "I'm gonna put this all on the line." Yeah. Um, Did you I, stick around for the uh, post credit scene as well? I was just about to say, like, um, so sometimes, you know, because <laughs> this wasn't a big thing in the '90s when the post credit scene, but I, um, I think I was just like, obviously logging out on Letterboxd and probably just like looking at a bunch of other stuff on my phone, and then like, and then the really shitty music that was playing throughout. Um, drowns out and it like sort of fades down. I'm like, oh, oh, look at this! And then um, you, we see we see a wreckage, and then Bison's hand come out, and then it goes to this computer screen. And he, <laughs> can you finish this? <laughs> the the computer that decides to bring him back to life. <laughs> but the and... thing is, there's the op- there's an options there, so there's like a bunch of options, and it's like settings. Um, this and that, and it was like world domination is an option, and he push he clicks on that one. Yeah. <laughs> CDOS oh run. Um, I yes. I did the exact same. Generally, when credits start, within a minute we'll turn it off, and I don't yeah. know if subconsciously I knew it was coming because I we never let a movie just run like that, and we mm. just sat and were like, yeah, doing letterboxed, just sitting around <laughs> waiting, and then and then it happens like, oh. So glad I stayed. <laughs> it's quite a thing. Stephen D'Souza, who um, he wrote films like Die Hard and Commando. Like he wrote and directed this one. Um, he's also like seriously. If you if you ever get a chance to hear a, an interview with him, he's like, if you really like your eighties action movies, like some of his stories from the set are very very interesting. Like especially about Running Man and stuff like that. Like I've I've heard a couple of um really decent in depth interviews with him. So check it out. Stephen's also. Even D'Souza. I can't remember the character's name, but the boxing man, when he just suddenly appears in his boxing gear. Oh, yeah. he's just, like, Apparently, he's got boxing gloves. Also. He's like, I, mean, I was like, I can't do anything except a hit. Like, so he's like, oh, we need you to, like, um, these, like, really sort of uh, intricate controls. He's like, well, I can't do that. Yeah, he's just, just had, like, 
the Olympic style shorts and yes. singlet and gloves just in his backpack somewhere. Like, <laughs> guys, I'll be right back. I got to get changed into my stuff. This is my superpower. Oh, amazing. I can punch. So let's go. Like, lastly, it's Dumb and Dumber. Uh, we we've talked a lot about Dumb and Dumber leading up to this. <laughs> like, bar it, was high. The bar was high, and like the this season could just be called the Road to Dumb and Dumber because. Yeah. If we went to talk about the movie, we'll talk about the soundtrack, which we talked about a lot last week too. Although, did you notice that every single song now as well? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So like the the Green Jelly song, when <laughs> listening to the soundtrack, I was like, this isn't in the film. I was like, oh, there it is. Yeah. The the Shaggy one that's just a horrible song. Oh, Carolina. <laughs> Do you know it's got Baby Elephant Walk in it? Oh, really? In that? The, the Shaggy song has... Yeah, it's so Awful. silly. Um, this okay, you know what? And like, so this is if this was our road to the Dumb and Dumber. Uh, I'm glad we're here because it is still great. Yeah. It is. Still it amazing. is. It's um, not flawless. Oh look, but it's less. It's got less flaws than Ace Ventura. I can tell you that right now. Yeah. Um. I didn't sort of see anything that stuck out too much. Um, I mean, I suppose there's like you know, the whole object objectification of women is like pretty pretty full on, but that's kind of like a trope that sort of goes through that type of movie. And also, there's the Farrelly Brothers movie. It's like this is it's kind of their their jam. Um, they also then do it to a man, too, so not that it's okay, but like it evens it up slightly, maybe. Now, can I ask you, what did you watch this on? Uh, I bought this off Google. Okay, so um, when we were watching, because I watched it with my son on Netflix um, a, a little bit, and then um, I was going to go back and rewatch a couple of bits, and it's off there now. It's not on any streaming anymore. So we watched it, and then I think two days later, they, they removed it. And I was going to make a thing of, because like, the one we watched was cut. There was heaps of scenes cut from it, and I think there's two different versions. So like, there there's... Is. Yeah. So in your version, when he sees the little old lady, does does it actually cut to that bit of like little old lady, or did it just cut straight back to the apartment where he says I was robbed by a sweet old lady? Uh yeah, I think it cuts straight to the apartment. Yeah. So there's a bunch of stuff like missing, and like there's a couple. Oh of no, things no, no. Like... Wait, no. I think he does come back. Okay. So like, yeah. In 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 mine. We didn't see the little, we didn't hear the little old lady. He went straight back to the apartment. And there's a bunch of other stuff like these little sort of cuts. I don't know why. I don't know what. The... There's one scene that I had never seen. I I didn't know it existed until I moved to England and I saw it on TV there. And this was everyone in England only knew the film with the Mexican family. That yeah. They give a ride to. I I had no idea about that. I'd never seen it until we moved to England, and that was commonplace for them. They all knew about it. It's really weird, yeah. Like they 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 pick up this Mexican family on the way. If you've never seen the film, I'm just going to quick. Like there's two guys, um, and um, when I'm <laughs> when I was watching it with my son, I love kids sometimes just the way they run. It's like so, which one's dumb and which one's dumber? <laughs> like, well, <laughs> they take it in turns. Yeah, so like you can't kind of make it out for yourself. Um, but yeah, uh, one's a limo driver, and um, inadvertently, so he gets um embroiled in like a um like extortion because um, this lady who he picks up, her husband's been kidnapped and that she tries to drop off the money, but Lloyd, played by Jim Carrey, um, picks it up and then tries to return her. And all he knows is that she's in, she lives in a place called Aspen, um, California. Did you ever notice that if they got married, that 
her name would become Merry Christmas. <laughs> I reckon that there must be. It must be like that's intentional. There's, there's yeah. a lot of stuff going on in the background of this. Like, it, I, look, and a lot of people like look. It's not high art, but some of the stuff is really funny. And I and my kid was not that impressed with it. <laughs> I have to I oh. have to sadly admit. Um, but some of the bits that are still like he also thought I was really mean when um the dead parrot <laughs> the blind kid because <laughs> I laughed a lot and he's like that's not very nice I'm like that's the point <laughs> you need to go now because <laughs> then... I am um, I kept looking for things that I hadn't noticed before yeah because like he said there's a lot of stuff going on in this film when he drops off at the airport and they're standing talking. I'm pretty sure there's a couple walking past and the woman goes to get in the limo and the man's like, no, 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 and veers her away. Yeah. Because I think there's a lot of non-extras in this. Yes. And I found out through IMDb, one of the stations they stop at, the two guys at the front, the the big gulps. Oh, yeah. What, what a, you know, very highly quoted moment oh, yeah. in my family's life. Big gulps, <laughs> huh? All right. Um, they weren't extras. They were just there. Right. Yeah. It was just people. Just there. Yeah. Like, and that's. I mean, it's, that's kind of cool though. Like they. It's. It's. Um, and there's like, like there was a lot of improv apparently. Like I mean, if you ever hear that, or if you ever watch the bit where he's like trying to hear the most annoying sound in the world, that wasn't scripted. And you can see Jeff Daniels nearly breaking in that yeah. part. Um, which I love because um, they didn't want him for that. They didn't want the studio didn't want Jeff Daniels at all, and like Jim Carrey insisted. And I think they made a, an awesome choice because like they could have gone for like a well-known comedic actor, but Jeff Daniels had done sort of like you know drama, um, a bit of comedy, a bit of action here or there. Speed. Like, you know, he does done Speed, Arachnophobia a few years before. Um, speed. He is also called Harry in by the way. Yeah, and I think he does really well. I think he holds his own. I think some of the, like I'll. I'll a lot of his bits are funnier, are funniest of the movies, like the the whole poop thing. Um, he's he's probably better, I think. I but think is he's he better because? Jim Carrey. But is he better because we know that he's trying harder? And with Jim Carrey, it's like it's kind of a given. Like I don't think you should discount Jim Carrey because I think like he doesn't. No, so well, yeah, he's a, he's so good in this because he's not all out Jim Carrey. Like there's yeah. a couple little moments, like with the laxative thing when he talks to the camera, kind of. <laughs> Like, there's a few little Ace Ventura mask-type yeah. gags, but most of it, I feel like he is Lloyd. Like, he's not Jim Carrey for most part. I do, and I, I wonder, I've always wondered, wondered whether the bit where they're in the top hats and stuff, and they're having a sword fight with the Canes, and then when Jeff Daniels, like, smacks him in the back of the legs. Yeah. <laughs> I always wondered if that was, like, a <laughs> if that was like just a, a, an ad-lib or not, because, like, Jim Carrey looks like, surprised and annoyed <laughs> he's like all right <laughs> oh man um look we uh, the, the snowball in lauren and holly's face yeah always kills me how um, serious he gets so quickly and look i know this is pure and disgusting but even when i think about it i giggle so there's a bit where jeff daniels has like explosive diarrhea and it finishes <laughs> And then there's this like these sort of random farts, but in one of the farts, his whole body jolts, <laughs> and it's so fucking funny. <laughs> I love his little giggle at the last little toot that he does, <laughs> that relief, and like, Hugh. 
It was. I. I still laughed a lot throughout of it. This is what. This it's is why we good. didn't do the, the the watch along with Dumb and Dumber because it would just be me doing that the entire time. I oh, watched it with Laura trying not to say every single line. I was like, <laughs> I'm. I'm not gonna be that guy. Um, um. Can Can we do some trivia that I never knew about? Yeah. Sure. Um. So, like you said, they didn't want Jeff Daniels. Yes. But Jim Carrey really wanted Jeff Daniels. They offered him fifty grand, wow. in the hopes that he would just say no because he's, no, Jim Carrey was offered seven hundred thousand. Jesus Christ! That must and be. then Ace Ventura came out and it went up to seven million, and Jeff Daniels did it for fifty. <laughs> I can't find any reports where that, like, if he got any takings or he. It seems like he only got fifty grand for this film, and that was it. That's amazing, considering like you know, and all his agents were like, "No, don't do it. You'll kill your career." And, I mean, I wouldn't say it killed his career, but like, I think, I wonder how how it like I I he had a bit of a resurgent um uh um in the just like know, the last ten years with that the newsroom like that was kind of his like back to yeah. um back to sort of popular culture sort of thing, but yeah, I I do believe that like it did. Um, he didn't do a whole lot after this. Like, I think there was there was a, a few few years where he sort of did these little, like like B movies and lots of stuff. But I think he liked the role and he and, and he did really well in it. So I'm glad that he did it. Um, Same, because the other options are just just awful. Nicholas Cage and Gary Oldman. Oh God. Um, yeah, like it's there's like there's a bunch if you can like look at the IMDb list. It's, it's just ridiculous. Steve Martin um, and Martin Short. Yeah, that would be annoying. Mel Gibson was supposed to be her husband. I do think they should have got like a better actor for her husband because like it was just basically there's, there's nothing to do. Maybe that's also like a really good yeah. thing at all. It's like it's just like um, I do like the the bad guy in this. He's um he's lots of and also the two uh like the two hitmen or the hitman and the hit lady. Karen Duffy from yeah. Blank Check named yeah. Shay in both films. Yep, and we also yeah. have um. Is it what's his name? Mike Starr. Mike Starr. And I only just found out in viewing it this time that his name in the film is Mental. Yeah, his name's Mental. So yeah. my, my entire life, when he's at Dante's Inferno with him and he calls the bad guy and he's like, "It's Mental," I thought he was saying that the situation the was. guys in there are mental. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I think I I I'll probably pick that up in like one of my more recent viewings. Like I didn't really sort of put them together. Um, I'm gonna look. We don't usually do this, but like, do you have like a favorite part of the movie? Because uh, mine would be between the whole Seabass storyline is is great. Um, because I also was... only found out last night that that was actually from a film. Yeah, it was from a film that um Jeff Daniels was actually in. Yeah. Um, he the the bit where um because. I love how mean and annoying Lloyd is during this movie because he does some stuff that's like really and like there's a bit where like he's like just before he gets attacked by Seabass he's in the toilet and he's basically like the way he's weeing is that he's like I think he's missing it and he's just being like this complete dick and it's like he's he's the person that you know whenever anyone said like oh who would do that like Lloyd Christmas does that like it's it's and then there's a bit where he's when he sees the graffiti on the wall saying that you know for a good time and then he looked. He checks his watch, and the 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 look of realization 
of uh, what, what's about to happen is just so well acted. Yeah. It's amazing. Like, I think some of the stuff that he does in this is like, oh, like, it's actually, he's actually trying and he, and he actually puts like an extra sort of, um, uh, bit of effort in. But yeah, between that and also when they're in the, the bathtub and talk about Frida Felcher, um, yeah. The, the scene itself, though, of, you know, him being, that's the other thing I never knew as a child, and even now, like, is he about to be assaulted sexually yeah. or physically? I think it's. I think he's gonna. I think it's gonna be sexual. <laughs> like that's um, that's what it's aimed towards. But then I'd always thought like, well, this guy surely hates him, and he's just gonna beat him up. I don't know. Happy place. Um, and I've always loved get off the phone and him sma- and him punching the guy through the through the. <laughs> yeah. That is a really really good scene. <laughs> that guy's great. Yeah. Um, I I, I really don't know if I could pick. Yeah. And there's so many like little moments, that just they're like, Harry, your hands are freezing. Yeah, yeah. Um, when then wiping the, then wiping their tears. Daydreaming about, them. yeah, he's daydreaming about dating Lauren Holly. Um, no, that's <laughs> a really nice ski mask. Yeah. A joke that I didn't get for like ten years, and then it just <laughs> became so much funny when I realised what the actual story was. Uh, uh, yeah, I couldn't. I, I know. Like... Growing up, the the schoolboy scene was hilarious, and then everyone says it, and now it's not hilarious anymore. <laughs> I think I gave it four stars, maybe. Yeah. It'll be, it'll be... It's... <sighs> yeah. All right, so let's go on to TV. Which there really isn't. There was, I, I did. I did um, make note of a. There's a show called Life with Louis, which had a, the comedian Louis Anderson um, as a small child, and it's actually quite a funny show. I remember like watching that a lot um, on Saturday mornings. It was relegated to sort of like the the early morning slot in Australia. I don't think a lot of Australians sort of got the 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 jokes and lots of stuff. But it's, yeah, it's, it's not bad. You can watch a bunch of them on um, YouTube. There was no Law and Order episodes at all. Um, obviously, just just didn't want to do it like there's too much christmas crap on so um so there's no law and order minute so i i i, I wish i checked that before i would um <sighs> last last time because you know, that was my swan song um yeah. but you know there's, I've, I've had a quick look uh look ahead and there's a uh, oh there's some there's some good episodes coming up in 1985 so wait for that i hope there's a lot of uh four episode months coming up oh, jesus <laughs> there hasn't been many no, well, well, there might, there might have been, but I just haven't. I only get through like the first two episodes anyway. Uh, so let's go on to um, we didn't guess the name, which is when uh, Ben tries to name all the guests of Late Night Conan O'Brien that happened in December nineteen ninety four, and he does it to the tune of "We Didn't Start the Fire" by everyone's possibly- everyone's Lord and Favor, Lord and Lord and Flavor, Lord and Savior William Joel. Could be the last time it is done to this tune. Who we knows? are thinking about changing it up, yes. So we'll see. Um, yeah, let's... call in. <laughs> <laughs> all right, cool. Um, you ready? I to go? Wish, uh, I'm just going to see if I can get them all in. I've recently changed my operating system <laughs> to an actual operating system. <laughs> so you ready to go? I... Wait, what's the tune? <laughs> <laughs> all right, three, two, one, go. Roger Evert, Dave Thomas, The Frugal Gourmet, Shelley Winters, Bob, Berker, Witz, Penelope, Ann Miller, Paul, 
Uh, Ricky Paul, Golden, Larry King, Jamie Walters, Natalie Portman, Michael Delaranza, Bob Odenkirk, Jeff Daniels, Mike Lapika, Dweezil and Amit Zappa, Dr. Josh Brothers, Gabriel Byrne, Fran Lebowitz, Boomer Issian, John Owls and Jordan, Tony Bennett, Jonathan Katz, Ellen Claire Corn, Jeff Garland, Isabel Rossellini, Bill Geese, Jennifer Tilly, C.S.C. Biggers, Tony Randall, Larry Holmes, Foyish Finkel, David Schwimmer, <laughs> Jeffrey Nathan, Nick Tuturo, Lanny Kazan, Yasmin Bleed, Larry, Larry, Larry Miller. That's it. Oh damn it! <sighs> that was some. That was some funky one. How many oh, times are the Zapper brothers gonna be on? Oh yeah, that's what I said. It's like Fucking yeah, Zappers. Hell. They love the Zappers. Constant. Um. Yeah, Foyish Finkel. I did not see that coming. Isabella Rossellini. He's These from, names um, do not rhyme well. The Frugal Gourmet. <sighs> this, that was a tough one. Um, musical guests were basically non-existent as well. This yeah. is a terrible month. Um, let's go on <laughs> some music. <laughs> um, so Bush released an album. <laughs> so what's your and album for the month? I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I, I know we're doing not we don't really do moments like top five moments, but for some reason like the bit in Sea Seconds Two where <laughs> Billy Crystal has sex with his wife and is really quick and then he goes, I'm done <laughs> makes me <laughs> laugh every time I think about it. Um So we've got uh oh we got um a few albums. There, there, there really isn't. There really isn't. I shouldn't No, there's not go for uh let's go to the charts so um area the uh, area the aria chart was uh shell crow all i want to do um and also silver chairs tomorrow was just finishing up um in the first week of december then shell crow and then zombie by the cranberries for the rest of the year that sort of take out i think that takes um that's on the, the charts for a while in uh the billboard charts we had um so <laughs> um Boysmen was still on there, but they had a different song. They had on bended, on bended knee, um, and also there was for one week. They did get knocked off by uh, this guy. That is uh, Here Comes yeah, the Hot Stepper um, by Any Camos. So that will be in every... Uh, I'm, I'm thinking that at least five movies a year will have that in, <laughs> we'll have that in the background somewhere. Um, so, and then, it was, um, then that was knocked off and it was uh, back onto On Bender Knee by um, Boyz II Men, which I, who, I, I did not even remember that song. Um We've got Stone Roses, Second Coming, um, Bush, Sixteen Stone, Black Sheep, Nonfiction, um, Vanessa Williams, The Sweetest Days, and Cherry Popping Daddies, whose name I um, didn't realise was as gross as it is. Um, they had um, Rapid City Muscle Car. So that was basically the, the... And there's a bunch of other like compilations and best ofs, but yeah, as far as like original albums. Um, kudos for Bush to like going, you know what? We're going to release our first album in December. Well, it's not a big release month. No, but you know, nothing else was out, so 
Yeah, maybe it was like maybe, maybe it was maybe it was really um smart then. Um, look, I listened to. Let's talk about Bush. Um, I like it. Um, I don't really like. Um. Uh, like I, I think everything Zen's a great song. I think Come Down's a really good song. <laughs> um, I don't think Glycerine's a great song. Like I, it, it just, and then maybe it's just because I've, I've heard it so many times. It's just, I don't like. It should be full band. I'm gonna say that right now. There should be a full band, full band version of it. I can't believe that song is at the end of the album. Yeah, they what, like. What is with that track listing? It's a weird track listing. Um, because you start off very. It comes out sort of, um, you know, uh, comes out the gate quite well. It starts off with um, with everything's end, which is, I think is the best song on the album. Um, Come down's good, um, but yeah, just like uh, it's like second to or third to last song. We have uh, glycerine, uh, which like not a it's a good way to end an album. It's just strange to have such a good song so far down. Yeah. Did they not know? Same, same cause as uh, When I Come Around by Green Day. <laughs> yeah. Classic. Um, now, the thing with um, Bush, and I, look, I was, at the time, I, I don't know whether I, I would have said it, but like everyone was saying that they're basically, he's like a Kurt Cobain ripoff sort of thing. Um, which, mm. I, I, again, it's like that whole Nirvana thing for Silverchair. It's yeah. like if you're in an alternative band and had like shoulder length hair, you're a Kurt Cobain. It's like, well, if you, if you actually listen to the album, because those songs do not sound like Nirvana at all. Again, no. we, we could we could say a helmet's got more of a thing. Because <laughs> <laughs> helmet apparently is like one of the most uh, um, influence of, uh, influencing bands of the 90s. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like you, you listen to this quite a lot. Like we were in the car the other night and I heard some songs of this. Like, you, you, you dug it? Well, this is, this is all there was to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, yeah, I was pretty keen on it. It it's been a good year album wise. So I don't know if it's going to creep in a top five. Mm. Uh, it would creep in a, it would easily land in a top 10. Yeah. But yeah, everything Zen is such a good way to start an album. I didn't even know that that was them. Come Down's obviously pretty good. Machine Head's okay. Glycerine, I haven't heard enough to hate it. So it's still good to me. This was like um, prime, like, like I was right, the, just the right age to be hearing this on like, You'd hear it on the radio, and then you'd watch like you know Rage, or you'd watch some. I think we hadn't got uh, Foxtel just yet, but when we did, it was all over that quite a lot too. Um, I really like actually, and I'm not saying this just to be like that guy, but like the next album, Razor Blade Suitcase, is really good. Like I really, I listened to that. I think that was like more. I think I even bought that at back in the. There's a song on there called Greedy Fly, which I love. Um, but yeah, this one. Um, I think it, like I think I didn't like. He was a bit of a pretty boy. I think I, I wasn't that big a fan of him. Like I was like I, at the time, like you know, it's he did seem a little bit like um, the boy band equivalent of someone who's in a rock band sort of thing, um, which is not his fault. He, he can be yeah. he can be beautiful and make you know alternative music. It's fine, but yeah. I think we got that we we got the because uh, like. If, if you're into punk or like grunge and stuff like that, then you hear like this British band comes and it's like, you know, the first thing that comes out is like, he's, I mean, he's a gorgeous man and he's singing this very soulful <laughs> song that all girls like that you will never be able to write yourself. So like, of course, of course we're going to tear him down. That's what we do <laughs> because we're men. <laughs> yeah. And no one can be better. 
I do remember the song. The uh, so the uh, we we listened to this in the car, and the, the the song Machine Head came on, and I said like, oh, I know this one somewhere. And I thought it was I thought it was a game, it, and it is in Guitar Hero. Um, but I it's from the movie Fear with uh, Marky Mark in a couple of years' time. Gross. And this um this song I believe is is the start of one of the set pieces in that movie, and that movie is gross too. Um, but yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's, I mean, I suppose they get my album of the, of December. Cause... Uh, they, yeah, I mean, they would probably get it in quite a few months, not in a Pearl Jam or Nirvana or Jeff Buckley month, but <laughs> there, there's a few months I think they would. Like three months of the year, they could, the three months of the year they could be at the, the, the top of the album. Um, and I'm going to go, look, <laughs> um, look I'm going to say Dumb and Dumber. Like it's, this, what is, else, this is pretty. What else it's gonna be. Yeah, it's pretty easy pickings. Like it's not. It's a good film, and if you don't think that, um, Ben will fight you. Um, I'm also gonna mention because uh, we haven't got a podcast bible. I'm four years late, but Dave Grohl uh, recorded the late Pocket Watch cassette in December of 1990. Um, oh so really? I just thought since I don't have a Pocket Watch, I should be four years late to announce <laughs> his album late. Um, there is like you know what some one day I'll probably like, I don't know a couple of seasons time I'll probably do like a special bonus episode of just stuff that I've just found out <laughs> along the way that I probably should have talked about but it's like some of the stuff like yeah we can't cover cover everything cover we can't cover everything we can't cover um everything like there's this this stuff that comes up like I mean we we just realized the other day that we never mentioned the West Memphis three three which is something that we both are very like we're very into and like we sort of watch the docos and lots of stuff and I just assumed it was later on but it happened in 1993 and it's like there's stuff that we just don't like you know you try there's also and... stuff that we've intentionally missed so we can do a bonus on it later yeah. winky winky nudgy nudgy there's also stuff that we've missed because it's not fun to talk about and make you know, yeah. I mean this is a this is a comedy well you know it's, a, it's try, we try and make it funny and, and, and cozy and stuff like that so you know especially like true crime go with I, I believe there might be a one or two true crime podcasts out there you can try. <laughs> I'm not sure. It might, it's a very niche industry. Um, so, uh, you, you know, go go find them um, and they can not treat the victims with respect. Um, so that's our picks for album and for the uh, movie. We've got our top fives coming up. Now, this is, this is going to be an intensive week of uh, working out. Um, but our or, top fives. Like- I think we just don't work it out and just wing it on the day because that's going to happen anyway. <laughs> um, I believe the songs is going to be my... I don't know how I'm going to do that because it's... Uh, there's a lot of songs. Um, I think the albums might be might be easy and I think the film's going to be hard too. Like, I just like... There's a, there's a few... There's a, I've already got like two or three in my head of, of for, for films and albums, but yeah, it's... I've only got 10 films listed in so far. Really? Yeah, so yeah. I don't think I'm going to have a problem there. Uh, my albums list is quite long. So is my uh, old songs list. Yeah, I mean, and that's like kind of indicative to our, like we, you're like, I mean, I'm not saying that, we, that you're not a, a movie guy, but it's like, yeah, if we're going to split it up, like you're you're more a, mo- a music person than a movie person. Um, my movie uh, enjoyment is quite lowbrow, so it's, you know. I don't know. If it's got ba- if it's got baseball, baseball or children in it, you're <laughs> you're all good. Exactly, very easily pleased. 
so yeah, we will be back next week, and then um, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll tell you more about um, how we're going forward after that. And until next time, though, we'll see you later. Good night, everybody. Thank you once again for listening to Living in the Past. Got some awesome people to thank at the end of the show here. Andrew Golding does our music for us. You can check out his stuff at www.antigold.bandcamp.com. Rebecca Sheedy, she does our artwork. You can check out her stuff on Instagram at mildscribbling. Send us an email at livingthepastpod at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram. You can check out letterbox.com following PD Lumsden and check out the movies that we've been talking about this season. You can check out the music we've been talking about on the podcast by going to Spotify and searching Living in the Past podcast and then the month that you want to check out. Want to help us grow the show? Leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or tell your neighbor, tell your friend, tell your mother. It all helps. And until next time, as we always say, sit back, look back and relax. Thanks. Thanks.